Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the We Got Balls podcast. It's me, your host, Steve Trudeau. The whole gang is here. Mikey Almeida is sitting with me. He's my co-host for this event. Emmanuel Pacheco's hanging out, bringing all sorts of nonsense. Today's going to be a fun show because we have a crew. This is the first time we've had this many people on the podcast, so we apologize in advance if it's a complete shit show. That might be good, though. Who knows? So anyways, Andrew Bosworth with us. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? Jimmy Gilchrist sitting with us. Hello, hello. And my boy, Jay. What's good, homie? How's it going, fellas? We are good. So there's a big crew today. We're going to have a good time. Obviously, you know, we were typically a sports show, but we want to kind of do something different today. Sports and entertainment. I've watched a lot of stuff over the weekend. I watched a couple documentaries, a couple movies. We talked before the show, and it seems like everyone has seen a little bit of this Framing Britney documentary. Uh, Britney Spears' documentary came out, I believe, a couple weeks ago. It's a New York Times documentary. Mikey, you were telling me that you saw it and you liked it. What's, uh, what was your thoughts on that thing? You saw a young lady who was at the top of her game and then end up looking like she lived in Las Vegas with Jimmy. <laughs> That, yeah, that's what it comes down to. I'm, I'm thinking she's gonna pop in the background in Jimmy's uh, apartment. <laughs> she's still in the bedroom. She's not going out. <laughs> yeah, and our our good friend Jimmy is looking like he is a 50 year old recent divorcee walking the stroll the beaches of Hawaii with his sweet Hawaiian shirt on, or maybe some sort of Vegas degenerate. I can't tell, man. What's going on over there? <laughs> You know, the, the, the harsh realization that I am receding and balding, so I thought I'd embrace it, you know? Take it all in, do all the do all the dad looks all at once. I got my new balances over there I'll be wearing when I head out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of looking like a dad look, Andrew Bosworth, man, sweet stash. Uh, thanks. It's uh, my Corona stash, and I'm really, really embracing it. Yeah, and it is embracing you. So, anyways, back to this documentary. Uh <laughs> I ended up by watching it and feeling really bad for Britney Spears. It was, uh, it was quite interesting, really. You know, at the time, we were watching this thing unfold, and we just kind of looked at Britney Spears and said, oh, she's losing her mind. She's a kook. Like, look at this woman. But, you know, looking back on this whole thing, man, she was driven crazy by the paparazzi and media. I found myself very angry at the media while watching this documentary. In particular, you know, there's a lot of, like, slut-shaming of, like, you know, what she wore, what she did on stage. I feel like if Britney Spears happened in 2020, her life probably wouldn't have unfolded the way it did. I certainly agree. It is just different um, in, in the times. If we, if we were, if she was doing this today, man, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think she'll be okay. I think she'll be fine. But um, back in the day when the media was just taking off, um, no, it was, it was hard for her. It was hard for her. And she was under such a microscope. She was under such a microscope. Um, and she was an idol to so many. I, I personally haven't seen the, the documentary. I'm waiting to see it. But coming, hearing what you guys are saying from the documentary, it's, it's just so much scrutiny behind Britney Spears and the media that if the media wasn't there, she, had, she wouldn't have been um, scrutinized as, as crazy, I don't think. But remember, if you take a picture of her, you make like $1 million. Like, <laughs> everyone's right. going to be putting her down. Bozzy and Jimmy are the two single ones here. I, I don't know if Jay's got a significant other. I believe he does. Um, Bozzy, if a bunch of people, let's say you're famous because you have a beautiful mustache, mm -hmm. and 
and <laughs> you're on a date and five guys are trying to take pictures of you guys, right? What would you do? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, you can't do anything about it. I mean, it's their, right. It's their right. So, like, I I would definitely be in the back corner trying to trying to get away from the street, so. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because, like, she would walk out of her house and immediately she would be flooded by right 15, like, 20 insta- people. Instantaneously. It's like, what? And the worst part is back in the day, I feel like now people just have their smartphones out and they're taking, like, discreet photos. Back in the day, they had these big-ass cameras oh, and yeah. the flashes going off in your face, like old-school paparazzi, man. It was awful. Absolutely with the big awful. Ass, with the big-ass cameras. Uh... <laughs> you know what I saw about in the documentary that I forgot totally was the whole uh, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake relationship. And it kind of, like, paints a JT in a bad uh, bad light because he kind of did uh, Britney dirty. Did you guys catch that at all? Mike, did you catch that? You leave Justin Timberlake alone. <laughs> He's a great person no matter what, okay? I don't know, man. He's catching a lot of shit now (laughs) after the fact. Well, they're going to make a documentary about Justin Timberlake and what he had to go through because according to him, wasn't he cheated on, though? Poss? I don't know the details. Can someone else confirm that? Because the the uh, Framing Britney documentary didn't actually discuss why they broke up. Uh, they just kind of put it, said that the media put it all on her. So I don't know the exact reasons why that split happened. Does anyone know? I'm going to bring Jimmy into this. Jimmy, if you could take either career path, would you take Justin Timberlake's? Oh, come on. It's a fair question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd go Justin Timberlake all the way. He's, uh, <laughs> he's spanned across generations. He's performed yeah. you know, multiple different genres of music. He acts. Uh, he's... He's cool, but I don't know what he did to Britney or anything. I just heard about him apologizing and everything, so clearly he messed up. Yeah, I mean, he he totally threw her under the bus for that whole relationship going south, and uh, it was kind of highlighted in the music video for Cry Me a River. I don't know the actual name of the song. Is that the name of the song? Or it's like, it's Cry, Cry Me a River? River. Yeah. Okay. Cry Me a River. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, get the Who's singing that? <laughs> no one wants to fess up to that. <laughs> but yeah, he kind of threw her under the bus during that whole music video and people sided with him. It was just really sad, man. I, I felt I ended up by feeling really bad for Britney. It seems like, you know what I, you know what the documentary reminded me of, though? Do you guys ever see the, well, you, the answer is going to be yes, but you know the meme, the Eric Andre meme with uh, Hannibal Burris? No? <laughs> yeah. You know, so he's yeah. like, He's like Hannibal Burris is sitting on a chair and Eric Andre has a gun and he shoots yeah. him. And he's like, yeah. why would this person do this to themselves? Why would you do that to me? Yeah. I feel like that was this the theme of the documentary where like the media like was like shooting at Britney Spears and like taking her down. They're like, why would Britney do this to herself? And it's like, right, yeah, right. no shit. Oh my goodness. Hey, how about how, how long were JT and uh, Britney dating, by the way? I'm bad with pop culture, man. They didn't uh, specify the time frame in the documentary, but it had it couldn't have been too long based on what mm. I saw. It had have been like maybe a year max. What were you saying, Mike? I saw him Cry Me a River was a hit, man. It was. That was a hit. Is that his I, biggest song? No. Nah, Sexy no. Back. Sexy Back. Let's not yeah. forget about his NSYNC songs, though. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, in a little band called NSYNC. The five oh, best I like this. So when it comes to boy bands, because like boy bands are the shit, like we all like were jamming out to them back in the day. Are you guys in sync uh, stands or Backstreet Boys? If you had to pick a side on that one, I like eight degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising there. He still he still likes them. 
Dude, that's like life. the rare answer. Nobody says 98 degrees. Me and Bozzy were actually supposed to dance at the wedding to a 98 degrees song, but he backed out last This This is not true because I would have done it. <laughs> oh, Kelsey sent me something saying that don't ask him to dance or she'll kill me. So that's uh, why. Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake dated for three years. Thank you, boss. Damn. 1999 to 2002. That is Fun a long-ass time. Well, they, came through the, they came through the 2K together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad someone's being useful on this show. Thanks, boss. You're here for me. Hey, that's what I'm that's what I'm here for, being useful and having a yeah. nice mustache. Who Jimmy, who do you like? Into- I gotta go backstreet boys. Uh you know, that C D that was it Millennium, that C D? That was unbelievable. It was just hit after hit. So gotta give it to him. Jay, what about you? I, I'm the wrong person to ask, man. I didn't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no time for that. Nah, I wasn't. I only know Bye Bye Bye. That's it. That's it. That's Backstreet Boys, right? No, Is that Backstreet Boys? No. It's in sync. I'm in sync all day, baby. Fozzy, what about you? It's got to be in sync. Uh, so, Emmanuel, it's up to you, man. Do they have boy uh, bands in Canada? Yeah, we've got boy bands. Uh, yeah, in sync. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in sync. I'm going to be in sync. Uh, it's all right, Jimmy. I like that. Oh, I'm more of a One Direction guy. Different, oh. different generation. I'm more, uh, oh, shit, I'm dropping the name now. K, KTB, KBT. What, what's the Korean group that's all the rage now? No, the, the K-pop <laughs> oh, group. I the K-pop? The K-pop? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like LFO. <laughs> LMFAO? No, LMFAO. Those are only two people, though, right? Dude, they were great. They were, I loved they LMFAO. Were they had a run in like the early 2000s where they just crushed all the dance club songs. I'm sorry. I know you, you guys are saying the paparazzi was crazy. Britney, some of their fans are crazy. Like that one chick that kept coming back and talking about, oh, she wants us to do this. And if she doesn't, she can message us. That was Yeah. Crazy. No. <laughs> Mikey, you're so right, man. <laughs> like I was like with these people throughout the movie. And at the end, these people looked a little crazy. They were getting a little Q, Q vibe for me. A little bit of Q on on vibe. They're like, she's sending us cryptic messages through her tweets. I know it. And I'm like, yo, you're a little bonkers. Dude, that's like, I don't know. Jimmy and Bozzy probably get a lot of those on their Tinder and Bumble app. You know, those crazy yeah, I'm Jay Dave. I'm all on Jay Dave. I bet, I, yeah, I bet you get it on your grinder day. I knew someone was going to say grinder. <laughs> uh, hey, Bozzy, what's a grinder for me? Can you explain that? It's a sub you get at Subway or D'Angelo right, sometimes. Right, right. Good answer, yeah. good answer, good answer. Survey says. But, uh, no, seriously, uh, Boz and Jimmy, you guys are single. Uh, what has the dating life been like during COVID? Because I can listen, before COVID, it was hard enough. Dude, it must be a, <laughs> a nightmare now. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was hard beforehand, but I'm very COVID conscious because I, I see my parents a lot, so... I try, I've been trying to keep a small group, so if I go out on a date, just like drinks outside. It was a lot busier during the summer rather than now, so. <laughs> I, I have one question for Jay. Jay, do you wear all those rings when you go out on a date, your first date? Do you mean uh, Jimmy? Jimmy? Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, names yeah, are hard, Emmanuel. I certainly have, though. <laughs> you know, normally I mean, kiss the ring before they can go in. Oh, shit. I didn't even see all those rings, man. That's got me in trouble. Um, I will say, I've only been single for two weeks, so 
haven't really tested out the world yet, you know. He's like listening for catching up on everything I missed on uh, on the on the web over the past two years. <laughs> Jimmy, so have you been listening to a lot of Backstreet Boys and 98 Degrees with the tough breakup, buddy? I don't need to listen. I got it all memorized. So I have <laughs> we'll see. Back to Millennium, that CD. Uh, um, so, no, but seriously, Boz, so like now in the whole dating world of COVID, like is first base kind of like you take your mask down, like get acquainted with each other that way? Like what's, how's that work? No, I mean, like, yeah. I, you're usually talking without your mask on. I mean, it's 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 not that big of a difference. It's more of like go like places to go. It's a lot of like stuff outside and everything like that. So I feel weird about it because I feel like maybe like before COVID, like your biggest worry is like, hey, if I go all the way at this chick, I might get an STD. Now it's like, yo, I might get COVID. Just I, I still worry out about that. So. Well, now there's more worries. <laughs> yeah. No, I know it's it's a serious thing. Like I said, like I, I've been tested for COVID a whole bunch of times. So it's, uh, it's definitely a different different time, especially for, for a single guy in Boston. So, so ladies, you hearing this on the podcast first? You want a nice fine man with the big thick mustache? Let us know. <laughs> Actually, you know what you can do if you're listening to the podcast. Not the only thing Andy Bosworth. Uh, what you're gonna do is you can rate the podcast and write a review. That gives us your information. We'll hook you up with Andy Bosworth. But it only if you give us a five star, we'll like, give you the number of Andy Bosworth. Five stars. <laughs> only five stars. Warn uh, me uh, out for five stars. I see how, why I'm here. I, I can tell that you guys, you, Bozzy, and you, Jimmy, don't want anything to do with this dating topic during COVID. I can tell that right away. So I do want to talk about something that some of you guys are interested in here. Uh, before the show, you were talking about this WandaVision show. Uh, I have no idea. I don't even know what it's about. I have not watched it. Emmanuel, do you want to fill us in on what WandaVision is? Well, WandaVision, again, is a Marvel. It's an experiment. It's basically following the the whole uh, timeline of um, the you know the Infinity War and the whole Marvel story. However, it's from uh, Wanda and Vision from their perspective. But what's amazing about it is that they follow now this path of kind of the TV through the ages, and it's really amazing how they've been able to kind of weave everything t- together. But again, I will say honestly, when my wife saw it, the first two episodes, she said, "I don't want to watch this anymore." Because it's just boring, and it just it was boring. But then she started to get into it, and the last episode, she's now hooked. But you know, and and I go, you know, I know, um, Mikey, you've been watching it with Megan, right? Yeah. And what did she, what did Megan think of it? No, Megan really liked it. Even at the beginning, she's very patient, especially when yeah. she has to do. Relief. So yeah, she's good at being patient, waiting for this. So literally, she's Is this really because important. she's married to you. Is that's this because exactly, she's married to you? That's exactly why. You got to be patient. Got to be patient. Sometimes I take a while to talk or go to the bathroom. As you get older, that's what. Um, no, it's it's a great show. This week, I'm really psyched because they're going to be doing the Office theme, and the Office is one of the best shows ever. So it's gonna be really fun. Than that, and top five, top five. Bringing. Um, bringing one of the X-Men in as a kid. That was one of my shows growing up. So having them join the universe is going to be pretty phenomenal. Is it actually yeah. a good show where they just bring in a bunch of characters from other no. shows to make it attracted, attractable to other people? 
No. no, it's very subtle. It's very subtle how they've been able to intertwine it. And it is building off of, you know, each episode builds off each other. And the way that they're bringing in a lot of the characters now, it actually gives a whole bunch of now different, you know, different options for them. I think that's kind of the better w- approach. That's the better way to think about it. Interesting. Uh, so, Jay, that you said Office is in your top five. Where would it rank? Office would be... I'll give, I'll give it three. It's in my. It's, it's no. It ranks three. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is the number one for me. It's a good choice. Throwback. Okay, what's number Prince two? Bel-Air is number one. Number two. Um, that's a good question. It's it's a tie between How I Met Your Mother. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Don't go yet. I actually, I have a new sounder I want to try out. So let me try this. Right, you tell me okay. the name of the show right after I play this sound. You ready? The second pick, gonna have to go with How I Met Your Mother. Solid, solid. Terrible ending. <laughs> awful ending, awful ending. Still mad about the ending. Mikey, <laughs> where would you put your uh, top five? Breaking Bad number one. Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, first of all, you gotta go in reverse order, man. You can't start with number one. And oh, secondly, yeah, of course. You need, you need the, the suspense. We need the suspense. All right, Breaking Bad number two now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number what five. Your, what is your number five pick? I didn't. I didn't write anything, so it's got to be. I like Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec would probably be five. Number Parks one's got to be Schitt's Creek. I love Schitt's Creek. Schitt's Creek. He, he, he does love himself some Schitt's Creek. Schitt's Creek is. I haven't gotten into it. Oh, of course. Shut up, Jamar. <laughs> <laughs> How I Met Your Mother was terrible at the ending. It would have made top five if that ending was better. Um, I, I don't, Jimmy. What what's your top one? I don't really care about the other four. <laughs> uh, I don't know about top one, but you know, one I think it's underrated is Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's a yeah. great one. Curb is great. Did you say that's under overrated or underrated? Underrated. Oh, okay. Because I would fight underrated. you if you said if you said overrated, I would fight you. <laughs> oh, I no would watch. I'd watch that fight. What are the odds? <laughs> uh, well, Jimmy's a lot of shape now, so I don't know. The, the fireworks you start with the rings hitting each other. Do you not see the rings? Do you not see the rings? <laughs> uh, during your bachelor party, Jimmy is the one that saved us from <laughs> a gang, so he's pretty tough. Leave him alone. Yeah. Also, defused. Bozzy, what's your this number is the one? Episode? Oh, wait, wait. We didn't even finish Jimmy's top five. We got one out of it. We just wanted <laughs> one. We didn't need five. I'll, there's too many people here. We gotta let Bozzy talk. He barely talks. <laughs> uh, number one, I, it's it's. This tough. is why he doesn't talk. <laughs> I like, uh, oh my! <laughs> I like The Wire. The Wire was a great show. The Wire is a great show. Yeah. I'm gonna go with The Wire. Wire is a great show. I wait. I'm I'm curious to know, Bozzy. You have a date coming. You gotta show him a show. Her, him, whatever you're interested in that week. We don't what discriminate do around here. Cause y'all gonna show her your wire. So which one? You gonna... I don't. That's know. also the proper term for what he's working with. <laughs> oh my! Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever watched like a TV show with a girl on a first date. It's usually like a movie. I, not, I didn't say first date. I said like, let's say you're five dates in. You're feeling comfortable. I will say uh, so. Actually, I watched a TV show with my now wife on our second date, 
and it was Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. She saw it on the uh, the shelf of, like, DVDs. She's like, oh, I love that show. So we watched it together. So it was a nice little bonding moment. But uh, great show. That that show's criminally underrated. It's going to go down as, like, the Seinfeld of our generation. I'm telling you. Were were you the Nightman or the the other man? Dayman? Dayman. (laughs) Did the troll pay his toll? (laughs) Or no? You're a big fan of that show, Mikey. I know that. You had season like one and three or something on DVD back in the day. I only watched like a couple of seasons and then it just, it got really long. They're still <laughs> making them today. Yeah. Like 15 years later, they're still putting them out. They're a really close group. Like they're tight knit. By the way, Bozzy, you're going to get smoked by Jimmy when we have the dating questions. You got to really step up your game, man. Well, there's dating questions. Yeah, I have a whole, whole list. Oh, so they goodness. Go and Emmanuel's the judge, so you have to get Emmanuel. He's Canadian, so he likes everybody. I couldn't trust Trudeau with it. So... Yeah, you can't trust me. Guys, I'd, I'd like to say one thing. Since we're on TV shows, I just finished watching these. Band of Brothers and the Pacific. I think it'll make any grown man cry. Those things are unreal, if anyone's seen those. I have not. You're going to get a lot of oh, blank stares in the Zoom. That's crazy. It's all true. It's like true stories, too. You need to watch that. If you're, a, if you're an American... So All right. Not, I, mean, I don't know. I said you were Canadian. Jimmy, uh, <laughs> so since you brought these shows up, why don't you pitch, pitch us, give us a 30-second pitch of why you should watch this show. Pick one, because I have no Band idea. Of Brothers. They're both the same. They're both about World War II. They're true stories uh, about uh, the different, you know, one company in World War II, the easy company that went through some crazy shit, and it shows their story and shows the life of these fucking guys. And they're real, and they have them talk before the show about some of the stuff at the end, like the real guys that are still alive today. It's nuts. And these guys were just doing that. And then after, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's incredible, you know? So it makes you realize uh, why we're here, how we got here, what these men had to go through. It's pretty wild. So I just have a comment. And again, me and my wife have been, again, I've been married 35 years with my wife, okay? But we go on dates, okay? So our date nights, guess what we're watching? We're watching Saving Private Ryan, Band of Brothers. And you know why? It's, it's real. Yeah. It's actually, this happened. Why, why is the quotes like, on there? It's real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Well, as Canadians, we don't know what's real or what's not in American. <laughs> but I just want to be clear. But no, no. But I, I agree with Jimmy. It, it's because it actually happened. You ha- you can connect and say, wow, oh my God, look what they went through. So that that's to me, that's a date night. Anytime. I actually have a question for you, Manuel. I've been at many meetings to ask for weeks now, right? I've heard this is a thing, but I'm not sure. So in Canada, is there a beef between, uh, like, the what's the province that Toronto's in? Ontario. All right. And what's the one that's Quebec's in? Yeah, that's in Quebec. Oh, that's the province, too? Province. Okay, yeah, I don't Quebec know, man. Province. Montreal is in Quebec. Is there a beef? Do people Montreal in Montreal dislike people in Toronto? Uh no, no, we love the people in, Tor- in in Montreal and vice versa. That's not the issue. It's the politics of the mm. situation is just the English and French language is is kind of what it is. It's kind of like Texas and everyone else. It's it's kind of like in US, right? It, it's kind of like, yeah, you love everybody from there, but there's something different about them. <laughs> we also in, use Florida as a great but but uh montreal is um it, it's just it's a great place to go and and again beautiful women uh, amazing yeah. food yeah great place you to know, visit. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hear. It's what I hear. Word on the street. Word on the street is. I went to Montreal and it was like by far the women were the most beautiful woman out of any scenery I've been to. I've been to Toronto too and, and Montreal was just breathtaking. And they all speak French. French. Just, oh, they all speak French. Have you guys yeah. ever been to New yeah. Bedford? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's a New Bedford. <laughs> I try. I try to forget my times in New Bedford. Right. <laughs> I didn't realize this was the shit on New Bedford episode. Jesus. <laughs> well, we were we were gonna have the shit on Florida episode, but I think we'll save that for next week. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, Wandavision, yay or nay? Should people watch yeah. it if they have not started watching yeah. it? Yeah. Those yeah. first two episodes are painful, though. You gotta get past that. Yeah. No, no. But but here's the thing: because you now have six episodes in. They're so small. They're fifteen-minute episodes because twenty minutes is the credits at the end, right? Like, yeah, let's be clear. So, fifteen minutes, you can literally catch up. If you were watching it and you had to wait a whole week, it's painful. But now you can pretty much binge it, and then it's worth it because oh, now this is getting interesting. Now I really so I think it's actually worth it. Oh, Daniel, we're allowed out of our houses, so we're not going to binge anything. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> wait, are you really not? Yeah, we're not allowed. Like it's, it, we're locked down. I did a Costco run, and I literally had a fight. I literally had to fight for toilet paper and paper towels at Costco. It's did you joke. win the fight? I won. Yeah, I got. I got like all my ass is nice and clean. I won't tell you. Um, Ooh, I I've been wanting to mention this to you guys, and you've just had a perfect segue. Yeah, your ass. It's no <laughs> the days. They oh, got yeah. it right in Europe, man. Oh, they got it right. Yeah. Love it. Five days, if you have not already. Yeah. Whoa. So you can, a bidet. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I we haven't had bidets in our house, and but then I bought this hundred dollar. It was a ninety nine dollar bidet install that you just put in your toilet, and we tried it. And I tell you, I swear to God, it is the best thing you can ever do for you, your wife, your family. Do it. <laughs> it, it is, I, that's our next sponsor. Our next sponsor. Okay, but I'm gonna find our bidet sponsor. Okay. Hey, that we're gonna be doing a commercial, so hang hang tight, guys. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's like a stigma in America about bidets because it's like yeah. they think it's weird or something. We don't. I mean, we don't do bidets in America. If you go to Europe, everywhere in Europe does it. It's like commonplace. Yeah. We're the ones lagging behind. No, I'm, I'm just very curious. What do you do with oh, all God. that moisture in the butt? That's like, a good question, yeah. Jay. What do, do you do? You wipe it with yeah. the towel? Like, what do you do? Do you get paper towel up? Uh, paper towel? Tissue paper? What do you do? Toilet paper. You get toilet paper, yeah. but then what's the point yeah. of the bidet? Yeah. All right, so you're not smearing poop, you know, you're just drying, you know, and then if you do it before the shower, then you don't even have to dry, you just hop in the shower. Just hop in the shower, right? Just okay, but are you going to hop in the shower like five times a day? I mean, I'm not saying yeah. I'm pooping five times a day, but I'm just saying. That'd be impressive. I will give you the now. Very you clean you use toilet paper, but you're only using a very small amount. But it's like, so if you had peanut butter stuck in a carpet and you were oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why are we doing this? This children's book right now. Oh my! Just, okay, imagine that. Then the bidet would come in very handy, and you just use a little bit of paper towels. Try it. You've but got it. Go also, rent. Jay, Go like if you're like real bougie, you can buy bidets with a fan and built into them. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. no way. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We got fans and bidets now. That's crazy. I ain't oh, that yeah. fancy no. though. Has anybody been to Japan? Because. That's pretty much every toilet. It's it's exactly like yeah. any toilet you go to just has electronics. Yeah, like those automated toilets, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, heated. Is the uh, is the water cold or is it is is there exactly. warm? Exactly. Great on question, Buzz. That's a great, great question. question. I don't want it to like just shrink up when it gets up there. Exactly. Well, let me just say great this, Buzz. Where the f- blank are you aiming your bidet? All right, because it's not <laughs> does not go to the place that shrinks up. First of all, oh, it's literally cold, millimeters. Cold it's literally millimeters. But. Seriously, you can get bidets that have a setting that have hot water, so it's not yeah. frigid. And also, from experience, even in the dead of winter, it's not that cold. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. Listen, it's like our new concert, Summer's Beat. <laughs> America, listen up. Stop being weird about bidets and your hygiene. Get a bidet. I'm telling you, you're not gonna yeah. regret that decision. Change your life, Luca. I bought both my brothers a bidet for Christmas. No joke. Change your life. <laughs> Do you still talk to them? <laughs> <laughs> they call me up. Jesus Christ, man. That's exactly what we needed in this episode is hemorrhoid and bidet talk. <laughs> Does anyone have any more to put on to the subject of bidets before we move on? <laughs> I think we're good. I think we covered it. Mike, Mike's been really silent on the bidet topic, so I'm curious to hear. Yeah, Mike. I was, I was letting you guys just talk it out. So what I got out of this is let's say you're having an evening at Burger King. <laughs> Get a nice whopper, throw in some onion rings, you get back to your house, and then all of a sudden your pooper is acting like a broken soda machine where it's just like <laughs> you sit down, you know, Bozzy likes to put it really high up there. Jimmy likes it is just a disgusting monster. And then he's just he's writing a book about the days. <laughs> and then he was talking about some Japanese people he met to show them that they're bidets. So, peanut butter in the carpet. Peanut butter in the carpet. Peanut butter in the carpet. Jesus, man. <laughs> Enough with the peanut butter. Anyways, can we, let's just move away from bidet and move to something else that's poopy. Carson Wentz. Let's get into some sports. Let's talk some football. Carson Wentz been awful the past, I don't know. Actually, he wasn't bad in 2019, but last year was just complete crap for the – uh, Philadelphia Eagles. He gets traded this week to the Indianapolis Colts. I think it's a third pick guaranteed, and then there's a conditional first, second round pick. It's basically contingent on how many games he plays for the Colts. So I thought it was interesting. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. He's been wanting out of Philadelphia for weeks now. I'm surprised it actually happened because his contract's a disaster. I think he's getting paid upwards of 30 million plus. And uh, I mean, that's a, that's your typical quarterback contract. They're going to get paid, but considering his production, it looks terrible. Um, I'll, I'll throw this off to Jimmy because Jimmy first, cause he's our football guy. He actually works in the front office of the LA Rams. So he knows his football. Jimmy, what do you, what'd you make of the trade? Uh, yeah, I think it, it, it's great for the Eagles, right. To unload that off to him. I feel mostly bad for, Jacoby Brissett, you know, I thought he was finally getting his chance to take over the start role, sat behind Phillip for a year to learn from a, from a legend. Uh, now he's going to have to go back, to, you know, and, and battle for it again. So, and maybe that'll be good. Maybe they'll get the most out of him. You know, I think Wentz is, a, is not very good anymore, but, you know, we'll see how he J- plays. Jimmy, I just have a question. Can you show us your hands? Uh, and Trudeau, can you show us your hands? No, hey, Mike. I don't want- before I before talk. before I show your hands, my show you my hands. This is great for a podcast audience because they can totally see our hands. 
Well, we're going to describe it. We're going to describe it. Be patient, okay? Be patient. Hey, Jay, can you help me out? And who's got more rings? Uh, that's a tough one. I want to say Jimmy. Jimmy has a little more rings than Jiro. Jimmy, can you talk about those a little bit before we go on? No one wants to hear about that. <laughs> well, you know, one of them is a, uh, the most recent fantasy football championship, I'll say. Um, I was the point champ. I got a couple ones from, from my UMass playing days. There you go. Uh, actually, the from the Sounders when they won the MLS Cup. They did, like, these, like, replica rings out to their fans. It's pretty cool. So I just wear them now everywhere I go. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Jay, what do you think about the Carson Wentz streak? What about your rings, Judo? <laughs> Where did you get your rings? You guys in these these rings. Well, one's because I'm married, so that's that's one ring, and then three for winning the prestigious Men Won't Win Championship, uh, three times Men Won't Win Champion. I'm confused though. So does that mean Jimmy's won more than you, Stephen? Nah, not in our league together. No. I only have one fantasy football one, the most recent. I was also the point champ, too, so some say it was the greatest win. <laughs> that doesn't count, man. It, it doesn't mean anything. It does not mean anything. So, anyways, I think Carson Wentz. Uh, I think that trade was great for both sides, mm-hmm. particularly for the Eagles because, like, they were done with him. He was done with them. Mm-hmm. He did not want to be there. So, getting $30 million off the book is always a great move, especially when you're over the cap as it is. So, good for them. The Colts, I mean, what were they going to do? I love Jacoby Brissett, but I don't know about him as a franchise quarterback. They took a risk. I mean, what are they giving up? A One first-round pick and a third-round pick. Who cares if you blow those picks and they, they don't amount to anything, right? So I like, I like it for both sides. Yeah, I mean, J- Jacoby Brissett started two years ago before they got Phillip, Phillip uh, Rivers, and he, he didn't do that. He didn't do much. I mean, he wasn't bad. Um, but I, I like how it reset the, the market. I mean, the, the Rams gave up two first-round picks to get Matt Stafford. I mean, that was – that's crazy. That's crazy. And no, now so I we, think we're, we talked about this actually three weeks ago. No, well, because it's egregious. His points don't ma- are going to be are gonna be mute, and they don't make any sense. It wasn't to get oh, Matt, Matt Stafford. With something so he can just talk over everybody. I'm Let sorry, him. but, like, you got to get called out on your BS, Okay. It wasn't to get rid of Matt Stafford or to get Matt Stafford. It was to get rid of Jared Goff, who's a complete disaster at that contract price, Boz. So you can continue your point, but it wasn't so much to get Matt Stafford. It was to get rid of Jared Goff. Uh, I mean, it, it, then why, you don't need to throw two first-round picks in there for that, then. I mean, obviously, I you do. It, it opens it up for Mariota, uh, for like the Patriots get Mariota for a fifth round, which I like because, I mean – it, once they, I mean, what it? How do you? How are you not saying it didn't change the market? Because the Eagles even went out and said they want two first round picks for, for for Wentz. Literally that, 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 that week, so it did change the market. But you're you're basing the market off of like the name value. Both of those trades were based off contracts, right? Both trades involved a bad contract, so you can't take it name for name, right? It was you had to look at the player and the contract that was attached to the player. And in both cases, the contracts were bad. And Jimmy is an LA, I don't, you're not an LA native, but you're an LA person. Now you live in LA, you work for the Rams. So I probably shouldn't have said that, but you, you're familiar with the Rams. So you can attest, man, it wasn't so much about the player coming back. Was it was about getting rid of those terrible contracts. I think in both cases, 
It's true. But yeah, I mean, obviously it's always nice to clear a cap room like that. Like when they got rid of Todd Gurley and freed up all that room. But I do think Matt Stafford was someone that they really wanted. I mean, he already has a house in Newport Beach down here. And, and most importantly, this is one thing that stuck out to me was he's a, a leader in the huddle. He's someone that can lead the team, and Jared Goff just wasn't, right? You had Andrew Whitworth, from what I heard, who was leading that team, uh, which is great to have that, but you need that quarterback to do it. And so now we have someone in place who can run it through that QB position. Um, so I think it was great. And then one thing to point out as well about the draft picks, because we gave up a bunch as well when we got Jalen Ramsey, uh, the only reason you need a first-round draft pick is, is to get a quarterback. And we got a quarterback, so you really don't need those first-rounders as much. We got Cam Makers in the, uh, in the second round, and he's performed just as good as the rest of the rookies, you know? Bozzy, do you really think that uh, Marcus Mariota would save the Patriots? Because I think even if they got him, who cares? What if we can have anybody that throw it further than ten yards, we're in better shape than last year. Whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, I know it's a very popular opinion to like dance on Cam Newton's grave because he was awful last year, <laughs> but that team was trash around a man. His best receiver was Jacoby Myers, who, let's be honest, man, he's like a, a good team's number three receiver. Their offensive line was trash. They had no running game. I'm not going to put it all on, you know. I mean, they, they had a running game. You can't you can't joke on the running game, but. Like, you can't put all the failures on Cam Newton itself, oh, yeah. on himself. Oh, I agree. Did you watch him throw the ball, though? I mean, <laughs> nobody can throw when they're backing up in the pocket. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes is arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, and he couldn't do crap against the Bucks because he was running constantly for his life. It's the same situation in New England. But he was still slinging it. You know, they're a good Yeah, Mahomes was still game. getting it there. Mahomes yeah, still like it Cam Newton, you just sits there and just – even if he's not being rushed, dude, just like, oh, my God, that's a professional quarterback? It is crazy. <laughs> I'm not saying that he was fantastic. Like, I think he was a below-average quarterback last year. But I'm not going to say – like, here's what – here's my problem. is New England sports fans, people who love the Patriots, like, oh, man, if we had Tommy touchdown, we totally win the Super Bowl last year. The team was going to be bad regardless who was a quarterback. It's not all on Cam Newton. I don't know, yeah. man. I think just, he took too much slack. So – who knows? I mean, Carson Wentz, we couldn't agree. Both sides probably made out pretty well. Everyone got what they wanted. I want to get Mikey engaged because he he does not love the football talk. He's, he's I am here. our football guru. Now that Jimmy's here. Oh, I'm God. Like, <laughs> Jimmy, can you play him the sound, please? Uh, well, the soundboard's been acting a little funky today, but I will try. We'll see if this works. And Jimmy, get- my prediction, my football prediction was absolutely – You'll see. Yeah, I guess he said this in December of last year, so we'll see. NFL, Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl this year, outperforms <laughs> Belichick for next year as well. Wow. Okay, and we start to hear chirpings of, was it Brady or Belichick behind the reasons that the Patriots dynasty ever happened? Does this happen last week or? No, this happened was... December, Jamar. December. <laughs> okay. I know nothing about football. Woo! Yeah. I mean, you were right about that. I'm sure there'll be plenty of predictions you were completely wrong about, but uh, you got lucky there. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't take too much stock in someone that hasn't won the bigger bucket challenge yet. <laughs> You don't even know the name of it. It's the big ball of bucket. You have not won. Every week, this man makes a new name up for this bucket. One week, it's the big bucket. Next week, it's the baller bucket. Like, dude, pick one name and stick with it. It's crazy. Doesn't matter. I have a better record than you. 
The only one that has beaten me is Emmanuel, and he cheats. I don't know how, but he does. It's his Ted Cruz. Big baller bucket. What is it? Oh. It's like a day. <laughs> it's like a bidet, Jay. It's a thing we do bi-weekly. It's some something with that we get assigned basketball teams with a serve punishments if we lose. Actually, well, I'm not going to play the song. Uh, I had to sing a song on the podcast last week because I lost with the Timberwolves. I got assigned the Timberwolves. Oh, it was awful. Do you want to hear it actually? Why don't you just play yeah. a little bit of it? I'll play also, a little bit because it yeah, goes with the thing. It goes. Yeah, it goes. It it's goes 22 minutes long. It's not 22 it's minutes long. long. It's about the Timberwolves. It's also his pick that was in the <laughs> I actually enjoy watching the Timberwolves for some weird, weird reason. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Timberwolves, and I've been watching a lot of Washington Wizards. So I, apparently I just like awful crap. Small market teams. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, so here's the song I made about the Timberwolves. Uh, it might be loud. I might have to adjust the sound on this because I'm just playing it. I haven't tested it at all. Just play a little bit of it because it's like a five-minute song. <laughs> it's it's three minutes. <laughs> it's three minutes. It's beautiful. I don't want to put Bozzy through that. I don't want Bozzy to get hurt. It was it's painful. Available on iTunes. It's available on iTunes for two ninety nine. <laughs> Out. Oh, Timberwolves, how was I supposed that big cat wouldn't be there? Oh, Timberwolves, I shouldn't have let Houston go. And now I've lost this week. Yeah, your win percent is 0.23. Starting Ricky, cause there's no D-Low Oh, because the Timberwolves are killing me And I, I must confess I used to believe, silly me When I picked you, I must have lost my mind Tanking for picks Drafting first one more time Oh, Andrew Wiggins they gave a max deal to you. <laughs> Ownership was blinded. Oh, Kevin Garnett, they couldn't win with you. They are too poorly managed. Carl Towns got pumped <laughs> by high Jimmy. Jimmy Butler wanted out of there. Oh, because the Timberwolves are movie. And I, I must confess, no one believes in the wolf. When I picked you, I must have lost my mind. Tanking for picks. Drafting first one more time. Yeah, man, that happened. I think Jay was getting really into it. He started doing some dance moves. I, I was definitely, I'm definitely going to, it was on iTunes? I'm definitely getting that for two ninety nine. Don't, we can't put that on iTunes. I think there might be some copyright issues with that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, a couple. Oh, yeah, Jamie we don't started with write, that as we segued into Britney. The song. Jamie Spears might have an issue with that. I don't know. <laughs> Free Britney. <laughs> Trudeau, Trudeau, Jamie Spears is going to run your life, buddy. Just <laughs> I'm going to be a conservative. <laughs> yeah. I do not want that. I don't even know how we got down that road of the whole Britney Spears 
Britney Spears. I don't know, man. Mikey. <laughs> the bigger bucket ball. Yeah, it was all you, man. <laughs> you came to the damn name. Anyways, we basically have teams assigned to us uh, biweekly, and if we lose, we have to serve a punishment. And that was one of my punishments. Uh, I actually lost two weeks ago also when I had to drink a raw egg on the podcast. I've really got the shit under the stick every time. Do you know what cheating. Like, Is it random or do you pick the teams and you're just bad at it? It's random. There's a there's a bucket. Uh, there's a bucket you just oh. ping pong balls from. I mean, Should luckily for you guys that we're not doing it this week, or you like our guest have to draw. So last week yeah. we had Seamus McNamara on, and he had to pick a team, and he and got stuck with Detroit. Pick lost too, so Pick still owes us a punishment of some yeah. sort. We do not forget the only one who is not lost at all is Emmanuel, and he knows zero sports, which is amazing. <laughs> Hockey only. Not even that. Curling is the closest <laughs> thing. Do you want to give us an update on curling? Because I have... No, I uh, nothing about curling. I, I watched it for f- literally five minutes the other day, and I literally, I, I, I could not watch it. Because curling, it's like all it is is people on ice throwing these, these, these rocks, and you have to try to get in the center. Like darts, except really hard on ice. Okay? And you're not even wearing knives on your feet. Because you pretty much wear shoes. And what do you have to do to make the rock go faster? You literally get a broom from Costco, and you're basically squeezing the ice to make it go faster. <laughs> that is curling. And I literally watched it for five minutes, and I had to shut it off. I had to switch the channel. So I don't know. Like, I'd like to go curling. I'd like to be able to, like, bring you guys out one time, go curling. But I just don't get it. I don't understand it. And again, like, it's a Canadian sport, but all I hear is people yelling faster, 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 or slower, slower, slower when they're throwing rocks and sweeping. That's curling. And then now, that's all I'm telling you is that it is nothing close to playing hockey, and it will never be hockey in Canada, but it's close to important. (laughs) Thank you, Emmanuel. Now I know curling 100%. Go to Costco, get a broom. Boom. Yeah, but I, I got an Olympic sport. No, I was just curious. Uh, is it an Olympic sport? Or? Oh, yeah. it's yeah, probably so the best part of the Winter Olympics. <laughs> so, Dude, USA, <laughs> USA Canada on that last one, that was one of the greatest nights of my life. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I mean, unless it's in the Olympics, you're not going to watch it on a Tuesday night. Like, I'm sorry, you're not. <laughs> Are you guys summer or winter Olympic people? Because I'm a, I'm a big fan of the summer Olympics over winter summer, all day. Summer Olympics for me. Split. Summer. Basketball is during the summer. I like, I like the winter because you got the hockey going on, all the skiing. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It, they're, they're fun. The snowboarding. I, I mean, Emmanuel, you have to say winter Olympics because Canada is no good at no, summer Olympics. We're not, we're not great at it. We're okay at, at winter. Okay, let's talk about winter games. Who had the best winter games in the world was L.A. and Vancouver. I'm sorry. Like, in the, uh, in the Olympic Games of, of all Olympic Games, those were the, the, the benchmarks. As far as, like, all together, like, L.A. would be yeah. the summer and the winter would be Vancouver? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Didn't they do it in Vancouver, right? And it was too hot and all yeah. the uh, snow melted? No. They did the Vancouver... Winter Olympics was one of the, the best Olympics that they've had in Winter Olympics. 
I would love to go to an Olympics at one point or a World Cup. Like that's one of my bucket list items: the World Cup well, or the Olympics. Yeah. World Cup's coming to uh, USA. They're trying to. I think Gillette's going to have a couple games. Twenty twenty six. No way. For yeah. real? I think I think that World Cup is like the first one that's a continental World Cup. So it's not it a is. specific country. It's North America. So it's Canada, United States, and Mexico. So it's all over the place, North America. So they're going to have one stadium in Canada, one in Mexico, and then really three or four in, in, in America. So, but I heard it was so three. They're going to have a North Canada, American team, and then nine or twelve in America. Oh What's yeah, yeah for the for the like group stages, yeah. For the final round, I think it's one, three, and one or something like like the non-group stage. Yeah, I think, uh, like, Jay, you were saying, like, are they going to have a North American team? But I think what they're going to do is they'll – because, like, obviously the host, the hosting nation has an automatic qualifier. So I think they'll have Canada, United States, and Mexico all get automatic qualifiers into the World Cup. But to be fair, Mexico usually makes that anyways. The USA is a little sketchy. We've, we're usually in it, but last year they, they missed the World Cup. I don't know if Canada ever makes the World Cup for soccer. I don't think so. I think they're pretty bad no. in soccer. No, but they have some ballers coming up. They have some. They do. Alfonso Davies. Davies. God. I'm Bayern Munich. He's a really? Oh, yeah. Shuts Rocks. down Messi every day. I love international soccer. I just wish it was a bigger deal. Or, like, not even international, like, club, like, high-level club soccer in Europe. I love it. It's just, it's just not a big deal in the United States, unfortunately. No, it's getting to become a big deal. It's, We're getting there. Yeah, they're, they've got a lot of contracts with ESPN, and a lot of people are watching. Like, there's now restaurants and bars that promote teams just like they do in back then. I will, I will say, like, what got me into, uh, into European soccer the most was the pandemic because the Bundesliga was the first major sport to come back. And I watched every Sunday, Saturday morning during, like, the early stages of the pandemic, I'd watch Bundesliga soccer. Jay, Steve is lying to you. I can't believe he's lying to you. <laughs> the reason that these guys are into soccer, well, when we used to play FIFA when yes. we were younger, <laughs> and everybody had their team, and Steve would always pick Team Nigeria. Because he, would, he would do what we called the swarm, which uh, means uh, press like hell water up to, see, and then they would all come. I got to tell you a secret. That. He said so, he wasn't. They're so fast. <laughs> so nobody knew that if you pressed a certain button, it called for a help defender. So I would, I was the only one who knew that, and I would call for a help defender. And they're like, "How do you know how to do that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's just Nigeria. They just work together really well." <laughs> okay, I the remember like years. No, it was totally different. So he'd call for a swarm. We would let him do a swarm. We'd pass around him. And yeah, you would. Him. <laughs> I'm saying for Why years, you like, how do you do that? You know, like, how are you swarming? <laughs> like, it's just Nigeria. <laughs> you know, it's a, uh... Boss, you got really good. I forgot what team you used to use, but you got pretty good. I'm still pretty good. I haven't, I haven't played in a, like a year, though, which is unfortunate. But If you have to pick a team, though, what would be your club team? Uh, I, I've been playing with Manchester United recently. It's uh, good squad. Uh, I mean, the way Chelsea's making move, I may have to. I, I'm a Chelsea fan, so playing with United was always tough. But Chelsea made a lot of good moves in this in this past like year and a half. So I actually probably going back to Chelsea in this new FIFA. I'm not a big fan of the EPL. I find their them to be just pretentious in general. Just the way they even say it, like mm. it's the English Premier League. They they always like Premier really League. draw out the Premier. It's like. <laughs> 
the English Premier League. Like, they're just so much better than everybody else. Get out of here. Uh, I think the best soccer league in the world, my favorite league to watch is the Bundesliga. I love Bayern Munich. I like Dortmund. Uh, they got some other good squads. I actually know the style of play, though, if we want to talk like soccer, the style of play that's the most fun to watch is in the uh, Bundesliga because they play very fast counterattacking style of football. Like the English Premier League, it's very slow ball control possession. They, they work their way up to the, uh, the, po- the box of the opponent and they pass it around. The worst soccer league to watch is the Serie A in Italy. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, up there, too. Well they're bad, it's so man. Slow. They're like so slow, Jay. <laughs> so slow. Like watching Payne drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I know Mikey wanted to talk some soccer for a while, so I'm glad we got to get oh, into yeah. it. yeah. I love talking soccer on my free time. It's amazing. <laughs> this is the, by far the worst. It, we're around it. Me and Jay are around it every single day. And we're constantly getting questions from parents and other coaches talking about all this nonsense. Dude, we have lives. It's like coming home and talking about Rayon with uh, Bozzy. Like he's not, he didn't want to talk about that stuff. That is but, not the name of his company, but let's just keep him <laughs> on DL. Oh, whatever, the Cobra, he's a G.I. Joe, that, those bad guys. And then Jimmy, I like that Jimmy likes soccer now. Well, it, Jimmy worked for the MLS. I got a ring for it. You got a ring with the Sounders. I Do- have one thing to say. Mikey says he, goes, he plays soccer, he's around soccer, then he goes back to his lives. He has a life. And he's on a Sunday night on a podcast. <laughs> this, this is his life. So, Emmanuel, I haven't told you how much Myra pays each of us to hang out with you. Wait, did everybody's check clear? I just want to make sure. I'm wait, wait, I, get a, I get a bunch of loonies in the mail. <laughs> Some loonies. But I have to say one thing. If you guys have not watched, I, I get this is a plug for Apple Plus. And the only reason why I would buy Apple Plus, like, and I do buy it because of one show. Oh, I know. Can I, can I guess? Mandalorian. Can I guess? Mandalorian. Can I guess? Yes, go. Guess. It's going to be uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. That is the number one show, and it's all about a football coach who gets uh, basically not washed up or anything, but he basically nicest guy in the world, and he gets put into the uh, English Premier League, I think. I can't remember exactly, but he's in the English Premier League, and he's put in to coach uh, a soccer team, and he Done. doesn't even know anything. He, and he goes, that's why, and he goes, uh, and he goes to the ref, he says, how's that offside? How's that offside? He says, no, really, I don't know. Can you tell me why that's <laughs> offside? <laughs> I've actually no, heard really good watch. things about that show. It's, it's Jason. It's, it's Jason Sudeikis, right, is the uh, star it of that? Is, it is so funny. And Mandalorian is number one, and then uh, for Disney+, Plus, yeah. and for Apple+, Plus, it's, it's Ted Lasso. Like, no joke. No I'm sure you could find the uh, Ted Lasso show on YouTube or some bootleg site. So I am oh, not buying another subscription. I'll just watch it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah that's where I'm going to get a bootleg shit. site to watch this. So, Do you know what uh, Emmanuel told us, actually, is that in Canada, they're, they're tracking their Netflix users and like making sure that you're not sharing it with other people? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I thought yeah, you my could share it with other people. Yeah. Uh, so they basically, if you have different locations with the same account, they basically will shut down. They'll, they'll basically tell you, you've got, you've got to shut down your account or shut down one of the, uh, uh, one of the devices in order for it to work. Yeah. 
So it's coming to the U.S. We're just the guinea pigs because we're 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 basically we we uh, conform to the law and everything like that, and we're the nice ones. So whatever we <laughs> with, it'll eventually come to the U.S. I will tell you who's won't conform to that is probably Texas. Yes, guaranteed. They don't give yeah. any, you know what? <laughs> All right, Mikey. I, yeah. I like to get throw Mikey a bone every show because we talk about like football and things that he doesn't like. So every once in a while, I'll throw him a bone and, and ask him about be- uh, baseball because that's all he, he loves. He loves and wants to be about baseball all the time. So can you uh, tell me what happened this week with uh, – f- what's his first name? Tatis Jr., what's his name? Fernando, after his father. Yes, Fernando. that's how juniors usually work. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen, I know that your real name is Stephanie, and it's after your mom. So <laughs> <laughs> Burn! <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Tatis signed the third largest contract in MLB history, which is kind of bold because he hasn't even played a full season yet. Um, it's great for the Padres because if you look at the AAV, it's going to come down to $25 million, And after a while, that's not going to be that much compared to what other players are already getting. So it's a great contract for the Padres. They'll make a ton of money because he's practically right now the face of baseball. Um, Jimmy, you're out in the California area. What do you think about Tatis? I know nothing about him. <laughs> I don't think it matters. Well, I'll say he's the face Park. of baseball. Don't worry. <laughs> down in, I'll say Echo Park, though, is probably one of the best ballparks I've ever been to, though. That place is nice. Which ones have you been to? San Diego, L.A., Anaheim, Seattle, Boston. Who's got the best? Jimmy, who's got the best food out of all of them? Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough question. I'd say Seattle. But Seattle, I, I got like, you know, I went to many games there and always had hookups and so got the good food as opposed to just like hot dogs and stuff. But <laughs> but Peckles Ball, they got like a brewery. They got like, I think Ballast Point Brewery is right in it. It's all outdoor. It's unbelievable. That's pretty crazy. No, the, the Padres are doing a lot of really good things. It, they're bringing back baseball to be like the Yankees Red Sox with the Dodgers. They're going back and forth and then Trevor Bauer is talking junk this week to uh, DeGrom. Oh, no, it was Noah Syndergaard telling him, and then his agent got involved. Did anyone see that story or no? Okay, so Bauer basically said that he was choosing between two teams, and then he picked the Dodgers. But he, the Mets thought the deal was done. So when that happened, Trevor Bauer was like, my bad, and paid to the Mets charity. <laughs> and Noah Syndergaard, who's very vocal, came out and said, and if you've seen Syndergaard, he looks basically like Thor from, like, that's his nickname. And he called out Bauer saying, hey, listen, you said you're going to sign with us. You're not a man of your word. And then Bauer came and said, practically, like, you should be nicer to the fans and brought up this old story, which was like trash. Syndergaard definitely won the burn back and forth. And Syndergaard was basically saying that he's going to smack up Trevor Bauer when he gets the chance. So Trevor Bauer's agent came and got involved. She's this pretty young lady and uh, basically shut down. She's just building a huge war that's going to happen sooner or later between the Mets and the Dodgers. So the Dodgers are not making friends. So Jimmy, you're going to have a lot to do pretty soon out there. You'll be our correspondent when it comes to <laughs> thumbs up and let us I don't know. think, I don't think any team in the MLB has been worried uh, from the Mets in a long time. So. <laughs> Dude, the that's Mets fans are just 
mean. They're just mean. They got no chill at all. Like, Do they have fans? They have like eight right now. And okay. two of them are from Toronto. <laughs> so they're the nice ones. Um, but yeah. Like Jets fans, so right? Oh, God, don't get me started. Jets probably have – that's something I do know about football is the Jets probably the worst fan base in all of – when you have your fans peeing on people, that's just not okay. <laughs> Stadium. Wait, what? <laughs> You've never seen that? Look that up. Look. I'm Jets not going to look up people peeing on other people, man. <laughs> but you'll look up free bidets, whatever, how to get a bidet. <laughs> right now. Anyway, Trudeau, what do you think about the signing? I, I'm confused why they did it. And I maybe you can shed, shed some light on it for me. I believe he had a couple more years left until he had to go to arbitration. So it was very premature. He was only 22 years old. Uh, I don't know why they decided to make the signing when they did. I think they could have waited a couple of years and managed their salary a little better, especially considering they have Manny Machado on contract, which is another huge uh, amount of money going out of the club. So – I understand you want to like retain your talent, but you didn't have to make the move now. So I don't, I just don't understand why they did what they did. The Padres have trouble signing guys, especially if Fernando Tatis does go out in the open market, he's going to get wined and dined by teams like the Yankees, um, like the Dodgers, and to keep them from doing that. That's why they did it. They also think it's kind of like when Orlando signed Dwight Howard, right? Really early was, he still had years of his rookie contract, but they wanted a face of the organization. And it's not bad when he's practically the face of baseball after like Mike Trout's kind of boring where Tatis gives you this flair and he talks, he's outspoken. Um, and he is a strong leader. The guy just works. But the problem is, did you see that he signed with this company beforehand? I did. Yeah. So it's basically they give minor league players money up front, right? And uh, it's a good deal if you don't make the major leagues, but essentially you sign a contract that's saying, if you do make the major leagues, this company gets X percent of your major league contract, right? Yeah. And uh, it's a former baseball player. He did it to protect players because a lot of players never make it up there. And then they're really financially in ruin because they just didn't make enough money and they're struggling to, you know, a lot of them don't finish college or sometimes don't even go to college to just join the minors and never make it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. He's going to be paying them for quite a while. Not as much. What was as the like, percentage? It was high. Oh. It was really? like five to ten percent, which oh. I think the, the contract was three hundred and forty million dollars. So they got something like between twenty to thirty-four million dollars off of them. But to be fair, like a lot of those contracts that they do sign go nowhere, so they get nothing in return. Yeah. So it's an investment. I think. I think it's what I've heard like was. Insurance. Yeah. And I guess Tatis says he, I mean, he obviously regrets it now. Like, let's not be honest, let's be honest about it. But he said he doesn't regret it because he used the money of, that he was received up front to kind of um, pay for some of the expenses, of imp- the expenses of improving his game. So he claims he would not have got to where he was without that extra money. I don't know about that. I'm sure he does. He's not going to admit to it. I mean, what's what's five percent of three hundred million dollars compared to you know the hundred thousand he got when he was making like five thousand seventeen million? Yeah, it's like that's chump change to him now, and he probably really needed that money. I don't know if when you start your career going, you have some tough times. Like ten bucks will go a long way. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mike, do you think there's any problems with the Dodgers? I'm sorry, the Dodgers. The Dodgers are fine, but the Padres and the way they're, they're constructing their roster? Because you have, like, over the next 10 years, you have 600, 700 million years, tie, million years, million dollars tied up into a couple players. Like, well, do you know who the ownership is? Like, who owns the Dodge, uh, Dodgers? I keep saying Dodgers. Who owns the Padres? And can this guy actually afford to shell out this much money? I'm not sure off the top of my head who owns the Padres, but the Padres make enough. Like, they're yeah, – I also think Perella, their um, GM, finally after this year making the moves that he did and making the playoffs last year, I think the handcuffs are off because you see him trading – they had the number one farm system for, like, the last four years, and then they just started trading everybody because they want to make the move to try to win a World Series. They're, I think they were the third favorites after the Dodgers and the Yankees. So – you got to give them, you know, a tip of the hat. Now, moving forward, you're talking about a guy who's 22 years old, right? Trading guys like that aren't going to be as hard, right? Even if he doesn't pan out as well, 25 million is pretty good for his production that he's going to give you as a top five player in the league right now. And if he isn't a top five, 25 million is not that bad for them to eat. Not only that, Hosmer's their big deal right now after Manny Machado. And it goes from like 30 million to 17 after the next year. So they'll be fine. The big thing is, are you going to sign Blake Snell? Is you Darvish going to perform? They have a lot of question marks coming in, but if uh, those guys can perform like they did last year, they're going to be very scary moving forward because they're young too. I don't like Manny Machado. He's a punk. Just that simple. Was he good last year? He was really good last year. Okay. And, but at the same time, there's a reason the Dodgers passed on him because the Dodgers traded quite a bit to get him and they were like no we're good um and he struggled to get a deal with the yankees and with a lot of other teams he signed a deal like at the age of 26 which is well beyond his like before his prime so we'll see what happens i don't know bozzy kind of gave me a like a big thumbs up when uh (laughs) i said manny machado's a punk bozzy why don't you like him are you a pedroia fan yeah i am a pedroia fan he ended his career so he's just wait when did he end his career because i felt like that was like four years ago yeah he he took a bad slide at second base and took his knee out i mean he technically ended his career this year maybe like a month ago but he's been done for (laughs) the longest time but you can see just manny machado's antics off the field too he's just He's a dick. Like, no one likes him. Like, Why is he a dick? I don't know anything about him. Just the way he acts, the way he plays. Like, that wasn't the first dirty slide. He's done that quite a bit. Oh, yeah. oh it's this. He, talk, he talks a bunch of junk. Like, uh, the Dodgers, Gratterall went a little crazy during the playoffs and threw his glove after striking him out. And Manny Machado wanted to get tough with him and, like, pumped out his chest. It was yelling some words that we're not going to say on the podcast. I have an idea to fix baseball. Okay, let's hear it. Steroids. I like I like Boss's idea because baseball was a hell of a lot more fun when everyone was on steroids. But let's be honest, everyone's probably still on steroids and they're just better at getting around the, the rules. Um, but outside of steroids, and Mikey, in the future episodes, man, you and me have to have a Hall of Fame talk because we were we've been going back and forth in chats about the Hall of Fame forever. But anyways, back to my original point. Fixing baseball, make it like hockey. So if there's a bat, if there's an issue between the pitcher and the batter, I want a bare knuckle fight on the pitcher's mound to solve their differences. Boom! I am hooked. If that's the case, if they have bare knuckle fights in baseball like they have in hockey. Sign me up. Okay, Trudeau, like you said before, with Bitcoin, doing I'd that. I'd tune in, Trudeau. I'd tune in. 
hockey players make like 10 bucks per game. Baseball players crazy cuckoo money where you know even if they slide you're like are you okay buddy like it's not gonna yeah happen. <laughs> i'm just saying I, no, i'm curious i'm curious because i'm not a big uh baseball guy but why is it that these baseball players are being paid such absurd amounts of money there's no salary cap mm. not that there's there's a tax on luxury but yeah but if you're if you're willing to pay it it doesn't matter Jay, well, it gets exponentially worse every what every year you go over it too. Jay, there's so also, it just keep, keeps getting higher. Yeah, with baseball, what happens is uh, they have more games, right? And their TV contracts are cuckoo. Like those oh, guys, they are, are crazy. Like, the sense. Dodgers sign like a crazy multi-billion-dollar uh, contract with AT and T. It's just they print money. It's unbelievable. Um, Jimmy, I know that you've been to a lot of stadiums. I think there's one in LA that they just built a complex, like a housing place right next to. Do you know which one of that is? I really don't know. Well, it's probably the one I work for. So I work for SoFi Stadium in the entertainment district. Oh, cool. So yeah, I speak about that every day. <laughs> actually, Jimmy, <laughs> I'm actually curious. So like from a football perspective, I personally would rather watch football at home. I think that the viewing experience is much better at home because you get a really close view of the game. You don't miss a lot. You know, if you go to there, if you go to the stadium and watch the game, you're usually going to be pretty far away. You can't really see the action really close. So you, you work at the SoFi Stadium, right? You work at this brand new, beautiful stadium. So clearly they have some plan in mind to bring the consumer back into the stadium like, what type of features are in that stadium that would bring someone back to the stadium versus watching at home? Uh, so, you know, it's several things. But there has been one trend I'll point down. I think it really started back with, like, even at Gillette when they did Patriot Place, where they build essentially a city around the stadium. So it's not – you're not just going there for the stadium. The amount of Pats games I went to and I never bought a ticket, I just drank at the bar right across from the stadium, right? So you do that. So they're still bringing money. Mr. Cronky owns the district as well. Um, they got a casino on site. They got NFL Network there. They got bars. They got restaurants. They even got a lake on like on site. So plenty of reason to go, especially if you're not going to the game. I mean, in the stadium, one key feature, they do have the world's largest video board right in the center, right? This thing is just massive. So a lot of people like that. But uh, for me, it all comes down to – and what they teach you in sports sales, it's all about experience. Sitting at home, watching on TV, sure, that's great. You're comfortable. There's no comparison to an experience when you're anywhere in that stadium. It's a crazy comeback. Uh, you know, the Patriots games, when they made that 28-7 comeback versus Peyton Manning at five degrees, you know, the cold didn't make that worse. That was one, It was unbelievable. You can't beat that, you know. And that L.A. is going to be fun game. Yeah, that was wild. Um, but yeah, it's, you just can't beat that, that type of experience, though I also don't blame people for wanting to sit at home. It is, uh, it's a lot to go to a game. That's a full-day experience. Yeah, I do miss it, though. We can't go to any games right now, which is a bummer, but maybe in the future. I think, Emmanuel, Mikey, did you have something? Yeah, one thing that I want to share real quick before we get off the topic of baseball is uh, Fangraphs just did a percentage of – um, all of the team's chances of winning, and one team got 0.00%. So 
You guys try to guess that team. Jets. Uh, football. No, the Jays are really good. He said the Jets. What's more, baseball? Lions. Oh, baseball. <laughs> Can I go? Yeah, go ahead. It's definitely the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, the Baltimore Orioles. Imagine, okay, Bozzy, I want you to picture this. You're a fan of a team, and you were just told with zero. This is the first time ever it's ever happened. 0.00 chance that your team's going to do anything. What are you going to do? Let's say you're a diehard fan. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would, first of all, I'd place a bet on them winning it because, you know, the odds are exactly. great for them. <laughs> and I'd be buying, I'd be buying season tickets because it's going to be like $10 to go to the game. Exactly. Smart man, Bob. Smart man. Cam- Camden Yards. Camden Yards is a beautiful, sta- uh, beautiful ballpark, too. That whole area is beautiful down there. The one nice thing well, about Season Baltimore. tickets must be so cheap. So cheap. Bozzy might be our bachelor of the, the year. Sorry, Jimmy. I don't know. That's, that's Why good. is he the bachelor of the year? He's got a good game plan. Good process. Good process. Mario season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, think, Jimmy. It's Cheap dates. Cheap dates. He's not going to have to compete with much, right? It's boring. And if they're fielding the team with zero, zero, zero talent, Bozzy's going to be more ripped than most of the players that show up to those games. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, be drink, I'll be drinking beers in the bullpen with the pitchers because I don't want to be there either. <laughs> uh, my goodness. Emmanuel. Yeah. My good friend. You said you wanted uh, to say something? Uh, yeah, we've been trying. So this podcast, we've been trying to get sponsors, right? So we, we've, been, we've been doing this thing where we just pick a sponsor that we would like, and then we do a commercial for it regardless and we send it into them and, and we might get lucky you know just like the orioles right it's the same thing so this week i want mikey because mikey's got to do this commercial okay there's a real sponsor okay and let's go through the list dunkin donuts was one of them right i crushed that one had, by the way right right manscaping right we didn't right, do right? that one take care of your balls oh no okay we'll do that next week i'll do that one. um and then uh, what was the other one live show of emmanuel Grooming his balls. We reached out to them. I had a joke. We did reach out to them. We said, "Well, it, as soon as you you guys get like some following and stuff like that, so we'll, okay, go go through them." <laughs> we did. We also plugged that porn website. Right. Wait. We did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Tally, yeah because, uncensored. Don't go. Yeah. There. Yeah. It, we're not going to go there, but we did. We did. So this week, I th- and I found it, and I actually have a contact at Bathroom Depot. It's Bath Depot, okay? And they specialize in high-end bidets, okay? Ooh, so oh this my. week, Bath <laughs> Depot, I don't even know. I haven't connected. We're going to send him this commercial. So, Mikey, it's Bath Depot, and they have a clearance sale on bidets this Ooh. Thursday. Okay? This Thursday, Okay. $99 incorporate some kind of peanut butter joke in there. Okay. Okay. So Mikey, whenever you're ready. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Wait. So tell me what's the company called? Bath Depot. Use your imagination. Bath Faucet, Depot? Faucets, toilets. Uh, you know, it's a toilet paper dispenser. <laughs> like okay. they have it all. It's, it's a real company. I'm connected with the CEO. We're going to send him this video. Okay. 
Meanwhile, Boss and Jim just left. They want nothing to do with this. I don't blame them. <laughs> this is your sponsor. Oh, we're all going to drink before he's going to do it? Okay. Wait, we're supposed Good to drink to now? I've been drinking the whole episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't get the memo. You have okay. a problem. <laughs> so, Mikey, you ready? Tell us when you're ready. I'll have intro music and everything, okay? I'll have intro music for you. Okay, you guys ready? Most Americans are facing with a very harsh reality that we will be working at home. And some of us live in small spaces like myself. So my home office is my bathroom. And in my bathroom, there are plenty of spots that I like to sit and lie my junk, okay? And my junk likes to be cleaned here and there. So bidets, if you need them, Bat Depot is where you need to go. Oh, you need a new face cloth because your bidet broke? Bath Depot is the place to go. Oh man, guess what? I want to shave while on the toilet. Bath Depot is the place to go. So if you are looking for the place to go, Bath Depot's got you covered. Also, please do not sue us if you look like Andrew Bosworth. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I like how you went from uh, the, the, the first replacement of a bidet would be a face Cloth. Face cloth. <laughs> Not toilet paper, face cloth. I couldn't say the peanut butter because we've already used it. Oh my goodness. I like, so you need to wash my face. Let me go turn the bidet on. The last segment, you guys ready? It's the bachelor game. Bozzy versus Jimmy. All right. What's going to happen is this. This is the rules of the game. We're going to ask you a question. You have one pass throughout this whole thing. You have to give us a true answer. You cannot just pass it. If you do pass out of the four questions, Jamar Noble will say what he thinks you would do. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then Emmanuel is going to give us who he'd rather go on a date with. Okay, so uh, Jamar, if they pass one, you would say what you think Bozzy or Jimmy would do for that date on that question. They're allowed mm -hmm. one pass. You don't have to pass any if you don't want, okay? Emmanuel will be our first judge, and then Trudeau will be our second. Trudeau, I want you to be more like Paul Abdul, encouraging, helpful, and Emmanuel, you have to be Simon Cowell, which you're not very good at. Who's Randy Jackson? We'll yeah, who's Randy? Yo, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I'll be Randy. That's fucked up, man. You don't have to be Randy, man. All right, so, uh, Bozzy, I'm thinking of number one to five. What do you think it is? Uh, one. Nope. Jimmy? Two. Nope. Boz? <laughs> Four. Oh, my God. No. Jimmy? Uh, three. Yes, Jimmy. So, you get home field advantage. Do you want to go first or second, buddy? Uh, oof. I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to go second. All right. So I'm going first. Bozzy, you ready? You're going to have you have 20 seconds each, okay? So I'll be timing you over here. All right. Give us your first pickup line on a dating app. I, I don't even use pickup lines or okay, dating apps. No, 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 none of that. You have to give us your first. Wait. Let's go. And Mikey, just to help you out, I do have some uh, sounders to help you out on this one. So it would be something like this. Man, my sounds are all messed up today, huh? Whenever you're ready, that's a, man. That's a great sound. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with, uh, do you want a mustache ride? Ooh, okay, okay. Jimmy, what's, 
You're so Bumble. You gotta not. You're the girl now. You gotta give us the first pickup line. What is it? Hey, I'm sitting with a hey. I'm sorry. Oh, hey! What a lame one, Jim. Hey. How many whys? How many whys? Hey, <laughs> that's, that's a valid point. Depends what she looks like. Uh, <laughs> I'd say the bigger girl needs more whys. <laughs> My God. All right, J- Jimmy, you're up next. You ready? Yeah. What is your go-to first date? Um, yeah, I go to a bar, get him drunk. I like live music. <laughs> Jesus, man. Hey, why not? Loosen up. You learn a little bit more about each other, you know? You don't got to go home with them, but you know, get a couple drinks in their system. You get some live jazz in the background. I see. Some jazz flute. Oh. All right, Bozzy, what's your... Uh... Your first go to date, buddy. I mean, I, normally that's what I do, bar, restaurant. But, like like I said, it's different now. So, uh, recently, we'll, like, go down to the Charles, walk down there, um, oh, usually get a man. bottle of rosé, uh, something oh, like that. It's it, Especially during the summer, next to the Charles, the Esplanade, bottle of rosé, it's fucking – it's good oh, time. Hey, we're a kid-friendly show. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Bozzy, you're next, all right? What are you ordering at dinner? It's it's gonna be a really crazy night. So you gotta are you going with something light or are you going with heavy? No tacos. <laughs> the biggest barrier they have. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd order something order something light. Definitely get some appetizers to kind of get the night going, get get a couple drinks too, and then a small dinner, something clean. Um Something I can eat with a fork and, and knife. Nothing, nothing with the hands. Uh, my wife had a comment. She goes, "Isn't the Charles <laughs> the Charles where the serial killer was?" <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I go to the Charles all the time. Pause <laughs> oh, uh, between that comment and your mustache. I am concerned. <laughs> well, hey, why don't we have a nice walk by the Charles, Stephen? We can talk about it. <laughs> Hey, Emmanuel, you know how you were hoping that one of these shows get hit? Well, when Bozzy yeah. gets arrested for being a serial killer. <laughs> Making of a murderer. Emmanuel, does serial. the FBI listening into this show count as a hit? <laughs> yes, it does. The Canadian Bureau of Investigation? <laughs> yeah, but they all ride horses. So it's like, I don't know. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, you're up. What are you ordering? I'm getting uh, some oysters. Come on. Classy. No, sexually suck it up. I will say it's an aphrodisiac plus. Well done. Jimmy, I was leaning heavily towards Boz before that comment, but you may have turned the tides with that, with that yeah. answer. Oh, Jimmy. Okay. And you do it with no hands, too. You just got to hey. go in first. <laughs> All right, this last one, there's a scenario here, okay? So you and Bozzy go to Camden Yards for a baseball game, <laughs> okay? You meet the we're, most- We're on a date together, right? You've ever seen, okay? You are both trying to persuade her to pick you, but you have to do that by dissing the other person. Tell oh, them why. No. Yeah. And instead, and because you picked the number, Jimmy, you can make Bozzy go first or you can go first. 
how is that fair? He he was going. It was alternating. <laughs> Blasey, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Blasey's going first. Don't make the rules, Blasey. So go ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, we already ripped on Jimmy a lot this show, so I'll, I'll keep it easy. So uh, I don't know. I just have to be like, yeah, he's gonna wear those five rings because he got to you know, he's got something else to make up for. He's compensating. Oh. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, what what would you say about Bosworth? I would say this guy has season tickets. <laughs> uh, that's game over. That's game over. Hey! Game over. Yeah. No. Zero percent chance of winning. Zero point zero zero. All right, Emmanuel. Who are you giving the date to? Who's winning? The date? Well, again, none of them said that they have a bidet back at the house. <laughs> so, they don't know that. I'm sure you saw peanut butter on this rug. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's a hard one, but the Orioles season tickets, like there's a draw. No, there's a draw. I think it's not a zero. I think, I think that, that I'm going to give it to boss. I'm going to give it to boss. So Bozzy, all right, Jay, you're next. Cause Trudeau's going to be last. You get, you, uh, you going with Bozzy or Jimmy? I'm 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 gonna have to go with Jimmy. Question: Is he is he saying he'd want to go on a date with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is, what is the question? Yeah. Or, or he like, he'd date his sister or something like. I, no. <laughs> what down to is. Let's I go on dates with either of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You pick Jimmy. All right, Trudeau. You are the champ here. Who you gotta announce the champ? Who who's getting the ring? See, so I'm the deciding vote. I'm the swing state for this contest. All right. So if I go with Andrew Bosworth, he's gonna woo me with the great pickup line. I'll be instantly brought to him. Uh, Jimmy Gilchrist ride. and a mustache ride. Jimmy Gilchrist is gonna give me some oysters, which sounds great. I do love oysters. Uh, he's also gonna dis. Bosworth about the oil tickets. Boss is going to make fun of his rings. Mm. Hmm. So if I just knew that alone. Are you imagining? I'm imagining. I got, just for the, the podcast audience, my eyes are closed. I'm thinking, I'm taking it all in. I got to go with Jimmy Gilchrist. Oh, you, you I like the ring. oysters, and I thought oh. the oil wine was very clever, and it made me laugh. <laughs> So congratulations, Jimmy. You want to date all three of us guys. Pluto, obviously, you would have to know about baseball. for. <laughs> well, that was a fun show. I hope it was good. Six is a crowd, they say, right? We had a good time. Hopefully, this was a fun time for the listener. Guys, if you like the show, remember, please rate, subscribe, review. Don't just... Uh, don't just rate. You got to write a review as well or it doesn't count. So please do that for us. We will put out another episode next week and talk to you then. Thank you for joining us. Peace out. Peace out.